Tangent Lounge. I'm Gary. I'm Dory, just Dory. And we need to talk about Dory's vagina. <laughs> okay, good night, everybody. That's been the Tangent Lounge. World's shortest episode ever. So, well, yeah. one of us here does have one. That's a vagina. <laughs> and somebody's having some issues. I do. Let's talk about it. I do. Well, Get right I think to it. I may have mentioned, did I mention in a past broadcast about Dart Van Landingham? You did. I did. Okay. Yeah. So I have this lemon-sized, poor citrus. Citrus just gets raked over the coals when it comes to fibroid cysts. I have Dart Van Landingham, who's... Citrus? Yes. Citrus, yes. Yeah. Who is hanging out in my uh, uterus. Your woohoo. Uh, yeah. So I've been going to an acupuncturist, and, and I'm an old fucker, so I'm little, trying to... little poking? I'm trying to put, watch it. If only, yeah. right? I know we're yeah. trying to get <laughs> extra for that action. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Trying to get uh, uh, there's a battle going on between uh, Dart Van Landingham and menopause. Good and evil. Yes, yes. There is my own star force awakens in my vagina. It's awakening. Okay. So my acupuncturist is doing her thing. You know, super rocking it, getting mm-hmm. me down to like mm-hmm. regular periods. I'm sure all the gentlemen in the audience are super fucking yeah. thrilled right now. <laughs> Hi, are, Jacob. Looking at you. We're loving that. Bill Barstead looking at you. Jesse Wervig looking at you. <laughs> anyway. Um, and the rest of the hair. And, and the rest. That was the old Gilligan song. Uh, you know yeah, that. that. Yeah. Anyway. So. Um, Maybe. So, yeah. <laughs> so now uh, I, I don't have a period for 46 days. I'm thinking. Yahtzee. Menopause. Yeah, 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 bingo. Have you been having the the hots and the nope. uh, the what have you nope. that go along with nope. all that? No, I just had mental inacuity, which is fun. Inacuity? Inacuity, which okay. means that, hey, 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 how do you spell the? Yeah. You know, seriously, <laughs> mental cloudiness for like okay. three years. That's I'm coming out of that. At least you got a you got an excuse. The rest of us are just fucking dipshits. <laughs> so I never thought my vagina could control my brain, but apparently it works that way. I thought it was only with dudes and their penises. Yeah, it, but apparently welcome to our side of yeah, things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's not a sexual thing. It's a let's fuck you up thing, not fuck you, but fuck you up thing. Well, so anywho, okay. Bottom line is, I went for forty six days without Mister Period. I thought oh, this is it because Did I had you planned use them wisely. My forty six days was it typically like a twenty three days. Well, yeah. Okay. So, well, no, it's like a third. Periods happen on average. Everyone wants to hear this. Tell I know me they all do. About every twenty-eight days, my 28 friend. Days. On average, every woman's different, but on average, every twenty-eight days. Isn't there a movie called Twenty-Eight Days? Yes. Okay. There's a couple of them actually. One of them is a zombie movie. I think the other one is somebody in rehab. I don't know. Anyway, but they somewhere both my vagina fits have in there. To do with your vagina. Yeah. Move on. So forty-six days of no period. I'm thinking. Oh yeah. Here we are. The big M ski, which a lot of people are like. Uh, I'm like, mm. no, yay. Yeah. I never used it. I'm not having children. Yeah. You could have taken it 25 years ago. I wouldn't have given a Why fuck. Why deal with the shit? Right. Yeah. So I'm all excited. It's not there for 46 days. It's happening. Day 47. Damn it. Just before how the, many, work, the work party. How many days ago was day 47? Uh, Four. And you're still in it. Oh, yeah, now I'm just rocking the weird... I might as well just stay in the toilet. Yeah. We're actually broadcasting from the toilet, ladies and gentlemen. We want to say anything, but Notice I'm broadcasting... The echo. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, and people are like, going, God, I'm eating. You know, that right now they're just thinking, <laughs> fuck me, I was having a... a spaghetti. You know, marinara, yeah. right? You know, that's what yeah, they... Yeah, yeah, my lasagna. Yeah, my... Ruined. <laughs> <laughs> my vagina-shaped noodles, goddammit, mm. aren't tasty anymore. But yeah, work. so I'm miserable. <clears throat> so we're basically, you know, I'm, I'm back to this this miserable situation... It's it's vag talk. Okay. We're in vag talk right now. We don't have to be in vag talk. We can no. go on. I just wanted to get that out of my system. I, I, I don't get enough vag talk. And verbal. <laughs> <laughs> let's let's talk about the downside of it, bitches. <laughs> <You know? laughs> 
as oh, a guy, you know, the, the guy is focused on the vag is like, hey, yeah, all time, you know, 100%, rock on. Yeah. There's there's a downside, right? Well, uh, yeah. I think, I think you just talked about it. Yeah, I did. Yeah. It's that bit. Okay. And I love when guys are all like, because, you know, if I'm on my period, I don't feel like doing it. Sorry. It's not because there's a, you know, a fecund sea of, of fertility coming out of me. Mm-hmm. It, it's more mm-hmm. that. I don't want to be touched. Right. It's just an overall feeling of, yeah, like, fuck off. The guy's like, I don't really care. I'm like, yeah, but I do. Right. And once you get, okay, I'm not going to get that gross. I was going to get real gross. But you know what, though? I can't get that gross. You're drinking red wine. I am. Come on. <laughs> anyway, enough about my vagina. Okay. Wait, hold on a second. There's I got to go back to the vagina, though. Somebody's having. I okay. have to go. <laughs> Anissa. Right. Our solo listener who responded to my, my poll question. Poll. Um. We like if I ourselves. should start dating again, she said yes. Right. Moving on. That's okay. all we got. We got nothing okay. else. Nobody some, else said dick. Some dude named Ted comes along? Yeah. <laughs> Nobody said dick, so literally and figuratively. So moving on. What you got? It's going to happen. Uh, <laughs> there we fill that up there. There you go. Let's uh, see here. <laughs> so uh, we started out today's record, and the fucking laptop wasn't charged yet, and we discovered magically that if you charge it while trying to record, you get a hum. Yep. Yep. Sometimes hums yep. are nice, but not this time. So we decided to, to just kill some time. So we went out in the garage here at the Tangent Lounge where some uh, projects happen. And we're in the midst of, uh, I've been restoring a 1960 Vespa scooter, which is not entirely gay, which I, I'm not, <laughs> I don't, I'm, I'm a Listen, lover, lover of the gay When stuff, I was but. in high school, hmm? guys on the scooters, tougher than shit. Hell yeah. Because it was a rockers versus the mods, punks, va- I mean, the whole nine yards. The mods were not pussies. No. Not pussies. No. Mm-hmm. Well, I had a scooter in high school, and it was black and purple, and so... Okay, we're maybe talking, a little pussy. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's, it's, it's a trouble. Yeah. But uh, the, <laughs> the... the the So the Vespa I'm restoring now is from 1960, which I pointed out was... actually older than me. It is. I feel good about a that. A little bit. When, uh, when old JFK had his head intact, because... Mm-mm-mm. Well, it was eleven twenty two sixty three right. was when it happened. Right, but the scooter engine, who hadn't been opened since I opened it, last time it saw daylight, JFK was a full man. So, oh, a full man. it was a reminder to the Dorster here that yeah. uh, you saw JFK's picture. Well, see, yeah, I stumbled across something on the Facebooks, uh, which was super cool because I grew up in the San Diego and. Um, there is a Facebook page called Vintage San Diego or San Diego Vintage, something like that. And someone had discovered, in and amongst all their shite, a film that someone had taken of JFK in a motorcade cruising down El Cajon Boulevard. Was he ever not in a motorcade? When he was fucking Marilyn Monroe. As far as we know, hell yeah, he was. Come on. Good deal. And that skater. Can't remember her name. There was a skater? Yeah, he did her too. Oh, like... What the fuck was her name? Uh, Roller Girl? The... <laughs> wow Just there's people right now going come on Dory her name film. is blah 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 and I can't remember her name no. but anyway so that was kind of fascinating that somebody had discovered the the anti-Zapruder film where things turned out lovely. And he was just going down Elkham Boulevard, standing up in his car, waving at everybody. I'm like, trip the fuck out. You know, uh, we're speaking about, uh, uh, what are these things? Autocades and and heads of state in ca- open cars, which doesn't happen anymore because it was, as it turns out, a fucking right. horrible oh, idea. Oh, Popesky? Yeah. You going Popesky? There was... I recently learned, I've, so I've been uh, going on a bit of a, a podcast walkabout, learning about different shows that I'd never heard before. <clears throat> 
So in our recently lost episode, we discussed a podcast app called Podcast Addict, mm. where you can find all kinds of cool shit. It's great for your phone, and it uh, you can do downloads. It don't, doesn't lose your place. There's uh, You can download on Wi-Fi at home and l- then listen to it out in the world on your day and not wait, waste your... Um, your what's the word you're streaming you're okay that you're streaming (laughs) so there's that and then uh another one i had discovered from our um our previous recent podcast guest brendan who was telling me all about one called hardcore history yeah yeah, yeah. have you heard of this yeah yeah yeah. dan carlin's hardcore history this dude is a fucking amazing so world war one not a happy time for the world in general. No. 100 years ago from this year, right now, in 1915. Yeah. Right in the throes of all of this horrible shit going yes. on. We're talking trench warfare. Mm-hmm. We're talking mustard gas. Mm-hmm. We're talking dark, dark, muddy, fucked up mm-hmm. times for the average and citizen. And actually, the, in, the um, not invention of, but the perpetuation of Inception. regularly uh, plastic surgery. Really? Yes, because um, guys had their faces blown off. Yeah. Because the technology was much higher than it was, say, in the Civil War. Even though the Civil War had um, the Gatling gun and things of that nature, so mm-hmm. it had a lot of horrible uh, wounds. But World War One, they figured, okay, we got all this Gatling gun, we got all this shite, people's faces are blown off, we got to do something. So that's the rudimentary beginnings of plastic surgery. They Thank you. Had, they had guns. and Germany had guns in World War Two that could shoot shells 85 fucking miles. Yep. To the stratosphere and back down. Yep. In 1915. Mm-hmm. We're talking Germany. Mm-hmm. There, when the German army started coming into Austria and Hungary, there were so many of them, it became boring. There would be 24 hours, 27, 29, 35 hours of solid soldiers and armaments and horses coming through. It would get dark, and these guys in their steel boots would be causing sparks in the mm. darkness. I mean, just, Interesting. His, his t- retelling of this time is so captivating. Ooh, did he talk about the soccer game? The football game? He did. He did. Yeah. It wasn't that amazing. Yeah. That people could just like go, fuck it. It's Christmas. It's Let's Christmas, fucking play football, which was soccer. We've been shooting at each other and everything else. Yeah. So we're yeah. going to, we're at ceasefire. We yeah. get out of our trenches. Let's play fucking football. Right. I love it. Did you know that at one point they were trying to tunnel under the enemy line and they met up with the enemy underground? I vaguely remember that. Digging? I vaguely remember that. I used to teach history back in the day. Insane shit that went on. And and the the mustard gas oh, yeah. and the chlorine gas and all of the millions, literally millions of shells mm-hmm. being fired mm-hmm. in each of these battles that mm-hmm. many, many millions of them are still there. Oh oh yeah. That duds. Just, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, just totally. in duds alone. That are unexploded rounds, ordinances, a hundred fucking years later that are still in place. Mm-hmm. It boggles the mind. Crazy, cruel stuff. Anyway, Dan Carlin's Hardcore History. Check it out. It is dark, but it is real, mm-hmm. and it's insanely fucking It's cool. a shite that they're they're cutting down the books in Texas. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. And and the way he tells it, he 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 come he'll 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 tell the story. Hey, oh, yeah, he hey. he'll tell a story along, and then he will he'll do a quote. And the quote is sort of a, a spotlight on what really happened. You know, what was what was mm-hmm. being said by the people who were there. And and what kills me is is the you know, it's it's hard sometimes to get perspective on the past, but you know, I'm forty some odd years old. So I think about You're that. You're odd. I, I know am. that. Yeah. Very, very odd as a cop. And so 
that's 40% of this hundred some odd years ago. Mm-hmm. It's, and it has happened. It's passed like nothing. Mm-hmm. And your and mom. And there's no more World War I vets. No. That I'm not. No. not no, very recently, not one individual left. Yep. yep. And now we're going, we're, we're working down on World War II. One a day. Yeah. Every single day. Yeah. My dad losing, was in World War II. Yeah. He was. We're losing those people pretty quickly. Yep. Yep. So insane to think about all of the shit that happened. And at the same time that was happening, there were things happening in North Africa and there were things happening in the United States that were like cowboys and Indians shit. Oh, yeah. And again, 40% of my life is, it was only 60 years ago back then. It was not long ago. No, no. Cra- crazy. It crazy. wasn't. Well, yeah. I remember I told you that like my, um, well, my mom is Mormon. She's Jack Mormon. Um, no way hate Mormons. Okay, fuck off. Anyway, here's the thing. Um, <laughs> we're related to, I don't know if I talked about this in a previous podcast. I, I don't know. I'm too hammered to know. Are you too hammered to know? So am I. Um, <laughs> that we're directly related to Susanna. Um, B. Anthony? <laughs> Susanna Young, which was Brigham Roseanne, Young's sister. Rosanna Dana. Br- no, Brigham Young. Okay. Big cheese in the in the church. Right. We're related to Susanna Young. Okay. So. What did we, she do? Had kids. I mean, that's what you do is you have kids. Okay. Um, but I, I know that my great grandfather had three wives. At Come least. on. So, yeah, I mean, we have a lot of weird, I mean, history in general. So at that time when like this World War One shit was going on, you know, there was all kinds of crap going on in individual families. Yeah. Weird crap was going on. I don't think my grandfather was not in World War One. I. I don't know why. I think he, his age landed at a weird time. I don't think he was. Old enough, maybe? I don't or know. Too old? I, I, I don't know. Because he would have been like, <sighs> well, dad would have been 90, 93 right now had he lived. So that means grandpa would have been like 120 <laughs> or so something. So that would be a 1923 birth? Fuck, I my dad? Yeah. And I think so. Yeah, mom was born in 21. Okay. So, so 19, well, the crazy, the, the, I just, so the dad would have been born. Yeah. Mom was born in, no, mom was born 24. Dad was born 21. So I got to re-listen to this whole podcast. There was a, like 25 fucking hours of Damn. 1920, the, the, the world war one stuff in hardcore history. That's it was cool, about, though. it was about six episodes, like three to four hours a piece. Just nuts. So the beginning of, so we talk about open cars in the JFK thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. An, an open car motorcade. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So in, I want to say Kosovo in 19... The beginning of World War One. I? I mean, the, the, re- the, the assassination? Very, the very beginning. Yeah, yeah the assassination yeah, yeah, yeah. of the... Ferdinand. Uh, Ferdinand, yeah, yeah. Archduke Ferdinand. Yep. So he was a target by a bunch of Kosovar... Uh, anarchists. Anarchists. Uh, uh, what would be the word? The... Uh... Penises? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All of them had them. It would be uh, when the, uh, in like Iraqi insurgents. So these are insurgent types. Terrorists. Effectively. Yeah. 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 So people were stationed at various points on the parade route of the uh, uh, Archduke Ferdinand. Right. Knowing that he would be here at this point. And uh, somebody finally threw a bomb, uh, hoping to take him out at, Mm. at what the point. And it's just crazy to think about history and how at this you think very, we would have learned the very second that this should have happened mm. that this didn't whatever it was right. so the uh, the autocade moves on right the archduke isn't killed 
yes. because of the bomb. But right. now we know something's going on. Let's lock some shit down. Mm-hmm. Danger, danger, danger. Mm-hmm. So the guy, I forget what his name was. He went, his point was to be the guy who killed the Archduke. Mm-hmm. Because they were there to sort of celebrate their uh, mi- previous military maneuvers in this area mm-hmm. and therefore insult the, the current right. residents of Kosovo. Mm-hmm. So he misses mm-hmm. his opportunity to kill the guy because, you know, Bonzo over here threw the bomb too early <laughs> and it didn't work out. Steve? Right. Steve the bomb thrower? It's always Steve. So <laughs> he's like, he's like dejected and pissed That's off. He's like, I, I had my shot and it ain't going to happen. So fuck it. I'm going to go get a sandwich. So he, he goes to, <laughs> like you do. to the local sandwich shop to pick up Come on. his... Come uh, Now you're making you know, shit up. No, this is what happened. A real sandwich. A real, an actual sandwich. It probably wasn't the chicken bacon ranch that I would have gotten. <laughs> Some way. But he went to get something. And he's like, fuck it. I'm going to go get something to eat. No big deal. Well, he comes out of the sandwich shop and lo and behold, here's the car. There's King Ferdinand. They went the wrong... They, they took Duke the, Ferdinand. Duke, Archduke. Duke, Archduke. Right. He went down the wrong road. Their driver was like, uh, and, and think about this. How many I, I times? Driver was in on it. How many times have we taken the wrong road? Yep. You go. Oh, I'm just going to pull in this guy's driveway, turn around, and move on. Life goes on. In this case, no. Life did not did not move on. So he goes down the wrong road. They stop. He like ends up like jacking up the car. It mm-hmm. dies. He pops the clutch. Who knows what happens? He's dead in the middle of the road. Old uh, uh, Yakov here walks out of the sandwich shop and. Here it is, right in front of him. Archduke and Mrs. Archduke. Boom. Open fire. Pulls out his pistol, takes a couple shots, takes out Archduke and Mrs. Archduke. Good night, nurse. Right there. Yep. Starting a cavalcade of events that starts <laughs> that starts World War II. And the amazing shit that goes on from there, it is fucking ama- fantastic how many people... Their lives were ended. All everything went on and on from there. It was messy fucking shit. Oh my god! It was messy fucking shit. And we but, forget about it because we're we're right now. We have a very distinct and tangible tie to World War Two. Tangible, similar Tang- tangent. Int, tangible lounge. <laughs> because so many <laughs> of our grandparents and our uh, you know other people we know and elders in our community have been a part of World War Two. We forget completely about what happened in World War One. Mm-hmm. Ten times bloodier and nastier, and things involving the 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 armies and the navies and the world and fantastic shit that went on. You know, we're talking the the sinking of the Titanic. Well, yeah, I was just gonna say of, Titanic, Lusitania. Exactly, Lusitania. Yep. Yeah, the the Germans went off and started just sinking Spanish flu everything epidemic. They would. Yeah, and we're really getting maudlin this we, is not a history podcast oh, some funny this shit is though not a history podcast but fantastically interesting well yeah and part of what was uh there with the old uh the old hardcore history well yeah and we have to i mean we have to like you know like shout out to our, our podcast brethren yes because that's i mean that's only fair right if we find a good one we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna shout out yes I mean, Very interested in that one, and uh, so quick, quick discovery on another one. The uh, I can't even tell if I've, I've already mentioned it because I'm so hammered. Is this the best wine in the world, though? Uh, Once again, Bill Barstad comes yeah. through for my Christmas present from uh, Two Good Winery in California. Nazi See, Bill. we're advertising your ass and not even charging you. No, so there's well, come on. The that's charge has been one bottle of wine. Yeah, it's a freebski. Which on top of the other shit has been pretty good. You know what's pretty smooth though. Oh yeah, that wine this is fucking is, smooth as that, shit. That is some tasty shit. Yeah, and it's what, I can't pronounce it. Two Aglia Aglia. 
know what I'm saying? Agliachi. <laughs> Yahtzee! Aglianico. Oh, yeah. Aglianico. I've never had that before. Nobody has. No. So it's <laughs> never been tasted anyway, before. Anyway, moving on. Uh, so yet another another of my new discoveries of podcasts was <laughs> the uh, Mental Illness Happy Hour. <laughs> so I started searching Mental Health Happy Hour. Totally different thing. And there is, in fact, a show. I almost blew my water all over my tablet. Called that. You dick. There is a mental illness happy hour. Come on. Yeah. Uh, hosted by Paul. Oh, he was. Do you remember Dinner and Movie? Paul Wackadoodle. Wait. Uh, TBS. Dinner and a Movie with Vaguely, Paul yes, and but Annabelle. I don't remember who was on it. Yeah. Paul. Okay. Uh, Gion something? Sure. Okay. He has started. Well, started. Uh, some 200, uh, there you 200 go. episodes ago. I um, a show called the the (laughs) you alright there, pal? (laughs) Do you see? Okay, for our listener, you are milking that like an udder. The wine bottle. See if I can get anything else out of it. Can feel it. That's good technique, though. Yeah, gotta say. I think that thing's clear as a bell. (laughs) So Paul has a show a uh a show called the mental mental illness happy hour (laughs) which would you would think be funnier but there's a lot of sadness involved with mental illness oh come on but we're not no we're not talking about that no so we already talked about world one and all the guts hanging out yeah we'll move on okay um okay so our our listener anissa she had placed on our facebook page um the show because i asked about you know we're recording today does anybody have any suggestions? And actually, and I got to give props to Anissa because she really is pimping us out. Anissa's the man. She is. She is indeed. Uh, for a woman, she is the man. Yes. Um, I don't know if I'm working on my enunciation. You don't have I'm to be. I'm so drunk right now. It's like, <laughs> too. God damn. Fucking sneer. We've got a line here. Um, anyway, so she lists. I asked, you know, any topics. You know, it's only 3.50 p.m. And that's the beauty of my life right now. <laughs> Because my shit could go throw up, do it all again. Day, you know what I'm saying? Day drinking. That's right. right. Day drinking. Yeah. Da, 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 da. I don't know what's happening. Um, anyway, <laughs> I asked for suggested topics. And our listeners said, um, here's some things. Now, the one I think would work. Tell us how you two met and what led you to podcasting. Hey, did Anissa say that? That's Anissa. Wow. What? You want to go on with that, or do you want me to go on with that? Okay, why, why don't you? Because I I feel like I'm slurring. Because <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, here's the madness. Um, I moved to uh, Oregon nine years ago. Is that all? Uh, yeah, and um, seems like only yesterday. <laughs> and I decided to since be- I was teaching for eight years in Arizona, I didn't get to do hardly any theater at all. I decided when I came to Oregon that I would get back into it. Currently, Gary is rubbing his honker <laughs> on his his P-pop screen, which is disturbing me. By, I'm not sure why he's doing it. By honker, she means nose. I mean nose. Come on, you people with yeah. your things. Anyway, so <sighs> I did my uh, I, I I made a vow to myself that I would I would get back into theater, and I did uh, full bore. I, I got here in a July of 2006, and in August of 2006, I was in a reading. At quick. ACT for um, Hedda Gabler. Where did you move into? Did you move into Lebanon direct- Lebanon. directly? Yeah. Was that because of Catherine? Kathleen? Yeah. Yeah. I oh. lived with her for a year. Oh. Um, so, you know, I got into the scene and I did the show. 
And I kind of wanted to look at maybe directing at ACT, but you have to do this like this like chain of, of whatever. So you have to be like an assistant director and a stage manager and like, I don't know, a sign polisher, whatever. Sign so I did the assistant to the assistant director. They created a position for me. And um, we were casting Witness for the Prosecution mm-hmm. and Gary auditioned. Quick uh, note there. The uh, audition yeah. happened because of a dream. Fuck off. It did. Really? I had been hoping was to... Was Tony Hale there? With, we weren't getting cocaine. Um, <laughs> we were. I was hoping wow. to get back into theater after a 17-some-odd-year hiatus. And and I had been without for the longest time. Yeah. And went. Uh, I was in my electrical apprenticeship to become a uh, Sparky, what have you. And I just finally went to... Uh, <clears throat> saw an audition while Mrs. E was on the computer while I was doing dishes and there was a thing and I thought I need to have a do a uh, do a show and okay. I had been in school night school what have you everything else and all of a sudden life opened up were you up. actually learning to be a knight because that would be a shitty not shitty in a bad way but shitty in like the shit like you know? a, yeah yeah there was some there was some jousting okay and I went community to community college jousting <laughs> <laughs> that Come seems on. like docking in a way. Come on. So I went uh, went to an audition, and I <laughs> I drove in the middle of a dark night. It seemed, and uh, and a cold, rainy, what have you. And <laughs> wow! <laughs> For our listener at home, Gary was gesticulating with his hand open, and his wine glass was too far away, so I moved it right into his his gesticulation, and it fit perfectly. You'd be surprised how good that feels. I was like launching. Yeah, it was like Skylab. So suddenly, I've got station. I've got wine in my hand. Yep. Uh, so I I go thinking that I'm going to an audition, and I end up at this dark theater <laughs> that there ain't shit happening at, and I'm sitting outside going, "This can't be right." Hey. It was the Venetian Theater. Down, down the block from Incorrect, where so. the actual audition was happening. So yep. I drive to the local stop and go mart, which is the uh, quickie mart. Robin Stomp. Yeah, something Whatever. along those lines. And I call Mrs. Z and I say, what the fuck? And she says, oh, hey, it's at this place. And I get there <laughs> and lo and behold, it was underway. And I walk in and I was able to say, hey, it's me. And I do my thing and I get a part. And, and you know why? Huh. You know why? I told you this. Because I put that sock in my pants? Because <laughs> you sucked that thing? Uh-huh. No, 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 no. I fought for your shit. Oh, hey. Did, I never told you that? No. Yes, I did. No, you did Fuck you off. Okay, off. here's a madness. Anyway. They weren't going well, to uh, cast Gary because he wasn't, he wasn't uh, known. I was not a known quantity. But he was the best one I read for the part. And I'm like, are you guys high? Hmm. And I was new to the scene. So they're looking at me like a dick. Right. And I'm like... No, you can't just go with this. Well, we know this person really well, even though they suck. Let's cast them. Hmm. No, you cast somebody who's good. Hmm. You know, I don't care if they've been there ten minutes or ten years. So, Here you're welcome. Was. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> so it was really. So, uh, that's how I met you. A fantastic experience. It was Agatha Christie's Witness for the Prosecution. Oh, fantastic. It was my will. <laughs> Looking back, oh fuck! I me. was happy about I'm it. I'm going to earn so many enemies on this one. 
So we, uh, I, I go for the show, and here we are, and I get uh, get cast yes. as the uh, the the villain. Yes, Mister. Don't give it away because people may have not seen it. Spoiler alert. No, well, okay. No, it's only a hundred years old, but that's okay. Entirely a bad guy. Right. And uh, we get to we get to do the show, and it was it was fun. And then and you got British, cast was... in the Faulty Towers. Was there, that right? At... There, there was after that. It was Faulty Towers? When did we start there... hanging out, though? When did when <sighs> that happen? I don't, I don't remember. I think Mrs. it was. I think it was Faulty Towers. Was that? Because I knew. Uh, I knew we clicked though. Yeah. And a witness, but yeah. I didn't get to see a whole lot. Yeah, and you, you were doing mostly like dialogue coaching and all that, kind of accent yeah. coaching, and whatnot. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so anywho, we started hanging and realized, well, we're cool. And, you know, at least right. we think we are. Yeah. And Mrs. E's cool as fuck. That's the important thing. Yeah. So we're all cool as fuck. Yeah. You know. So we started hanging out, and then. Flash forward a hundred years over the summer, probably mm-hmm. August ski, August, July of, ski of, of 2015. Wow. Right. Okay. <laughs> Nine years later, Ooh. almost. Yeah. We're fucking around on the couch. Not like that. Easy. No. Easy. No. We're just bantering. Right. And my, our friend, Chad mm-hmm. Robinson, bless yeah. his soul. Awesome person. Good Lori, yeah. beautiful wife. Yeah, absolutely. Kid. Yeah. Love it. Great Super family. funny. Yeah. Cute kid. Yeah, we had bantered a... <laughs> Josie just raised her head and go, you should talk about me? Yeah. No? Going back to sleep. I'm cute. Bye-bye. Wait a minute. Yeah. Um, we we'd bandied about the concept right. of doing a, a podcast. Never came to fruition. Right. And Gary and I were sitting there banding about back and forth, yada, yada, yada. And I went, and he, I think he said something like, come on. Got it. I go, dude, podcast, let's just yeah. fucking do it. Yeah. And then the next day... Mr. Gary just goes and gets More some like, shit. Make this happen. He gets his shit all lined up. He goes, oh, I've ordered this mic and that mic and blah, 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 blah. And like, blah, blah. Well, I'm in now. If you know? it weren't for this cheap shit fucking software. <laughs> and now we entertain up to three people a week. Yeah. So that's, I mean, and it's fun because we get to get drunk and hang out and see each other. It's very, it's very familial. It's super satisfying. It's super satisfying without, without a penis vagina connection. Um, and it, it, it's lovely. And, and people, if we get anybody to giggle, it's anybody like, at all to giggle, I'm stoked. If you, you were, if you were struggling, if you were, if you were staggering through a snowy scene, c- consider this. Okay. <laughs> your feet, your feet to? are on the verge of frostbite. You are, you are staggering and stepping in, in an uneven canter going through the snow your your fingers and your in your nose you you are on the verge of frostbite we're talking like absolutely we're talking like the uh the donner party here you have literally come close donner to consuming human flesh we're talking long pit and you see a light you see a glowing light you're not 100% sure it's even really there there there's a glow uh, a, a hue if you will a a, a a pinkish hue and you see it and you, you move forward you move toward it you you find yourself step after step after painful step every every time you put your foot down there's a shock of pain that moves up your leg but you see that that glowing thing that glow that indicates warmth and heat and life and there are others there that you know there are others there and you you come to the door and all you take is the you put your hand on that land, that handle and you turn it with the last ounce of human strength you have to push 
forward to get through the door and you smell burning wood and you smell of the whiskey in the air, the, the breathing out the fumes of the average person sitting there on the stool, finding yourself alone. And yet suddenly there are people and there's warmth and there's sunshine in its own form of, of fire and, and cold burning so that you can move forward and you are in, you are in, you have survived, you have found yourself in a warm, happy place. And here you are, and you can feel the steam rising off your shoulders. You can start to re relax a little bit, the, the, the muscles around your spine and your neck and your shoulders are st finally starting to, to lost relieve, it. relieve the tension the 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 clenching that has happened for so long the cold is wearing off you are feeling you are feeling the warmth around you you're feeling the light coming in and you see that you are in a lodge you are in a woodsman's lodge I don't know what's happening with animals on the wall and and bearskins and and beavers and all of these things and you are finally in a place of warmth and safety and comfort and compassion and then you realize that it's all going to be okay. You are here. You're in the lounge. <laughs> and that's Gary. And the story just, story just confused. <laughs> <laughs> well, welcome to the warmth. <laughs> the Tangent Lounge. <laughs> we got one more in us. I know we do. Yeah, we do. I know we do. <laughs>